you mentioned that part of your journey was really the Lord showing you that it's not about your glory. Right. So let's go there for a second, because I think that's a hard truth, right? The reality is a lot of, I think, why we get so consumed with how we look or how other people perceive our parenting or our marriage yes. or yes. Our front door, yes. you know, do you have the right wreath? Yes. Like, and I don't, right. I trust me, I don't. Yeah. Um, but like, we get so caught up in that because in a way, and this is uncomfortable to say, but we're looking for other people to see us as glorious, right? Yeah. So it's the whole, are we an ornament or an instrument, right? Like what's the purpose of our training? Is it so that people can gaze at us and be like, oh, that's so beautiful. Right. Or is it, we want to be a tool. And I I do that with all things. You know, I I started off saying I'm an achiever. I've always been that way. I want to be the one that that people are like, "At a girl, right? Like you did that right. You did that good. And at its core, that's the idol of me, right? That's the idol of self. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you stop comparing and start living. I'm your host, Heather Creekmore. I hate to admit this, but I used to secretly obsess over my appearance. I thought it was part of my job as a woman to always look better, but never felt like I could be good enough. Maybe you can relate. God, in His grace, showed me a way out, and I want to give you all the tools you need to break free too. If you've ever spent too much time stressing over your looks, I get it. I hope you'll keep listening and find the same freedom I have. Here are three other things you should know about me. I'm a minivan driving mom of four. I'm author of the book Compared to Who and the forthcoming book The Burden of Better. I'm a blogger at comparedtowho.me and you just may have seen my epic big fail on Netflix. If you've ever struggled with comparison or body image issues, Compared to Who is the show for you. I hope you enjoy today's episode and hey, tell a friend about it. Hey there, welcome to the Compare to Who podcast. I am so delighted that you have joined us today because I have a special guest. My friend Kara Osborne is with us and she is going to tell us all about what she does through her wellness witness empire. That's the word I'll use, Kara. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you a little bit about her before we get going. Kara lives in North Carolina with her husband, two kids, and two dogs. I want to hear what kind of dogs these are eventually. She's a former school counselor turned encouragement enthusiast, and she spends her days trying to equip women to step forward into their God-given designs and calling. She leads an online wellness community called the At Home Tribe. And she trains up new fitness teachers. Oh, I always get that wrong. Yeah, fitness teachers, gospel preachers. That's right, for Revelation Wellness. And if you don't know about Revelation Wellness, we'll talk about that too. She has a podcast called In It With You. And her ultimate hope is that by sharing her journey and her missteps along the way, that she will lead others to just engage in adventures for Christ. watch had something to say about it. I've never had that happen. We're just going to keep going. (laughs) Kara, welcome to the Compared to Who podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me. I laughed when you said uh, the Wellness Fitness Empire because I always say, I'm not trying to build an empire here. I'm just trying to encourage people right where they are. I'm so um, so glad to be here to talk with you. I have loved 
your work for years now. And so um, I feel like we share kind of the same heart and the same um, perspective of wanting to see people get free and move forward. And so um, I just love what you do. I love cheering you on. So it's exciting to talk with you today. Well, when I read that you are, your, your bio, the way you phrase it is you're an encouragement enthusiast. I was like, yes, she is, because you have been a huge encouragement to me. Like here we are in the midst of this really weird time in our world. We were just talking about how your kids are getting ready to go back to hybrid school. And we're kind of, we homeschooled already. So it's kind of normal, but then kind of not normal because we have to wear masks when we go to our community day and all the things, right? It's just, it's strange. And so in some ways it feels awkward or odd to like be talking about these things that we as women have struggled with for centuries, I would safely say, right? But then in other ways, like I know that the truth is that there's a lot of women that are struggling with like all the things inside and then all the things outside as well. And so like today, my hope is I want you to share your story. And my hope is that through hearing your story and through kind of talking through some of this muddy mess that we get ourselves into, right? In, in our heads, that hopefully that'll bring some freedom to women that are listening or watching um, to at least part of that equation, right? Like we can't do a whole lot about the coronavirus, but there's a whole lot we can fix and settle in our hearts that'll help us be prepared to tackle what else is out there. So Kara, just will you tell us your story. Yeah, totally. I will say before I start, like when you're talking about just the circumstances that are around us and how hard things are, this is exactly why we train, right? Like this is why we prepare our hearts. This is why we've done the hard work leading up to this point. Because when things get hard, the Lord has equipped us to, to show up and to press in. Um, so on one hand, I feel the weight of all the things that I think everybody listening probably feels. But on the other, I'm like, this is exactly why the conversation we're having today matters because it's the groundwork that moves us forward in hard times. So um, I, I, my journey started, I guess, back in 2013, um, even going a little bit further back than that. I am um, an achiever at my, at my core. I'm a people pleaser. I'm a striver. I have always tend to measure my worth by my performance and my abilities. Um, I have the ability to um, almost um, kind of morph who I am depending on who I'm around. And I did not used to see uh, the detriment in that. Um, I grew up just really wanting to keep people around me happy um, all the time. But um, the Lord's redeemed some of that. The journey that kind of brought me here, the piece I'll talk about, started in 2013. And I did what I do every year on December 30th or December 31st. And I started saying, I have no clothes that fit. What plan can I jump into starting January 1st? I'm going to spend all my Christmas present money on the next program or the next product or the next thing so that I can finally figure out the secret cure, right? Like I'm holding up quotation marks on Mm -hmm. that. So I can find the thing that's going to fix this. Now, backstory, I wasn't morbidly obese. I probably had about 20 pounds that I was carrying extra. But more than that, um, I was how many of your listeners may feel. I was overwhelmed and I was tired and I was anxious and I was tired of not having anything in my closet that I felt like looked well. And my kids would, uh, they were asked on like a parenting survey, what does your mom like to do? And my daughter said, she likes to take naps. And I'm like, I 
don't want that to be what how my kids see me. And so December 30 of 2000, I guess 12, I decided um, that's it. Something has to change. And so I got ready to jump into all the new year things as I do every year. And the Lord sort of interrupted me about a week into that and really convicted me that, Carrie, you have tried it every single way except for mine. You have tried every program. You have tried every product. You are never going to fix the issue that you have in your heart by a weight loss or by a temporary transformation. It'll never sustain. And so I spent a year, literally all of 2013, trying to learn what it looks like to live well for someone's glory other than myself. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to implement healthy habits and basic steps. And, and he taught me a lot that year. And I thought, okay, like I figured this thing out and we are done, right? Check the box. And then in 2014, I felt like he started saying, I want you to tell people what you've learned. Mm -hmm. And I do not like for people to look at me. I get incredible stage fright when I speak or have to give a message. Um, I, I don't like that part, but I thought, okay, I can do it from the safety of my computer, right? So I started a blog, I started social media, um, and then the Lord kind of kept prompting, okay, now I want you to take this next step. I want you to take this next step. And so that sort of transformed into this wellness platform. And I'm one of the least likely people that would ever be leading any type of wellness anything except that the Lord showed me it's actually not about our physical bodies. That's not really the point. And so I did become certified as a Revelation Wellness instructor. We call ourselves fitness teacher, gospel preachers, because we believe sometimes when we move our bodies and we listen to truth from the word, things shift in our heart in ways that it doesn't. Um, beside that. And so I became certified. I was still working full time as a school counselor and, um, decided I'd show up at the park and just try to lead a class and see if anybody came. And what I found is that women are looking for community. Um, they can get a workout anywhere, but they're looking for community. And they're looking for a place where we can learn hard truths and press into hard places and grow, not just shrink our bodies, but grow our faith and grow our vision and grow our boldness and grow our hope. And so I just began doing that. And it's been a journey since then. Um, the Lord has grown that, which led to offering other classes. It led to beginning an online um, community, a membership community. I left my full-time job to pursue kind of this um, calling. I'm here now seven years on the other side of it, and it is my full-time work, but I don't think it's the fitness part that he's specifically using in this season. I actually, if I could give one message to women, it would never be about healthy eating strategies. It would never be about the most effective fitness. It would be um, God has a plan and a calling on your life. And he has a work that he's equipped you to do. And we need to be ready and able to move forward to do it. And when we shrink back because of fear or comparison or not having the energy we need or not being able to do the work he's called us to his glory will still be known. His purposes will still be accomplished, but we miss out on the blessing of being a part of that. And so it's this weird space being kind of like a, a health and wellness. I guess the word would be influencer. I don't love that, but a health and wellness influencer who really doesn't think health and wellness is the point. So that's kind of where you find me today and the, the core tenant of the work that I do. Well, I think it's about how you define health and wellness, right? Because I think a lot that's out there is health and wellness is about how you are physically, 
But as believers, we have to know that our health and wellness is about how we are physically, emotionally, and spiritually, right? Like we are holistic beings. We can't separate. We're not Gnostics. We don't separate the body from everything else. Like it's all one package. And so if you're not healthy and well in all of those areas, then you're ultimately not healthy and well. So I think that that's, that's fantastic. Hey there, how much is freedom worth to you? That's kind of an odd question, right? When I was in the midst of my struggle with disordered eating and body image, I would have paid anything I had to be free. Truth is, I spent a lot of my budget on things I thought could help me be free, like new diets, exercise gizmos, clothing, but none of those things really helped. I'm so grateful that God showed me the way out. And now I'm passionate about helping others find their way out too. I want them to know that Jesus already paid it all. They don't have to spend another cent to find the freedom they really desire. But truth is, it does cost me something to get this message out, compared to who can't spread the message of Jesus' offer of freedom without the help of women like you. Would you consider making a contribution? Check out Compared to Who's Patreon page at patreon.com slash compared to who. Then prayerfully consider giving $1 or $5 a month, whatever you can to help. Any amount you'd be willing to donate would be a huge blessing and will go directly towards covering the operating expenses of this ministry. Thank you for being a part of seeing other women set free from the chains of body image and comparison. May God bless your generosity. So you said a couple of things and I should have been taking notes so I could remember all of them. But, but the first one I remember is I love, I love how you mentioned that part of your journey was really the Lord showing you that it's not about your glory. Right. So let's go there for a second because, yeah. because I think that's a hard, a hard truth, <laughs> right? But, yeah. but the reality is a lot of, I think, why we get so consumed with how we look or how other people perceive our parenting or our marriage or front door, you know, do you have the right wreath? Like, and I don't, I trust me, I don't, Um, but like we get so caught up in that because I think in a way, and this is uncomfortable to say, but we're looking for other people to see us as glorious, right? Like, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. So it's the whole, are we an ornament or an instrument, right? Like what's the purpose of our training? Is it so that people can gaze at us and be like, oh, that's so beautiful. Right. Or is it, we want to be a tool. And I I do that with all things. You know, I started off saying I'm an achiever. I've always been that way. I want to be the one that that people are like, I had a girl, right? Like you did that right. And you did that good. And at its core, that's the idol of me, right? That's the idol of self. Um, I was listening this morning to David Platt's little scripture podcast that he does. I don't remember the name, but it was on John 3.30. You know, he must become greater and I must become less. And he said, really, we say that, but what we really mean is he must become greater. And I still want to be known for that too. I still want to be great, right? And I still struggle with that in this day and age of like social media and platforms and bigger and louder and better. And Praise the Lord, he's rescued me from that. Like I've swung from the side of being like, I have to do it all perfectly to now being like, I'm just going to do what I can. Mm -hmm. And maybe in my failings, somebody else behind me is going to be bolder to try also, right? Like I kind of look at it as my failed attempts are paving the path for somebody else to go further. And that can't stay that way if I'm still the one trying to put myself on the throne, you know, the throne of our heart. 
Um, but it's a battle. I'm not telling you it's easy, but I don't want to stay there, right? Like, I just don't want to stay there trying to make it about me and what I can do. Right. Right. Because I think sometimes, at least I feel like I believe this way for a while, it was like, okay, if God gets greater within me, then I'll get greater. Right. right? Like that's right. Kind of the, the twisted logic there, but uh-huh. not actually what he means right. <laughs> by that. Right. So. Yeah. Or the, the belief that, hey, if I'm obeying him, it's going to look like mm-hmm. success. It's going to look like comfort. It's going to look like a bigger following. It's going to, right? That actually isn't true, right? Like sometimes in the kingdom, it's upside down. And so the way up is down. Like we know that from the example of Christ, but I think we sometimes faultingly believe, oh, if I just do this thing he told me to do, he's going to, he's going to bless me in all these ways. And maybe the blessing actually looks like loss in that season, you know? Yeah. Upside down currency for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I, I know. It was probably seven or eight years ago. I wrote a blog post that was like, I feel like Jonah because I was getting so frustrated. It was like, if I could just tell women what some of these other people are telling women, like, you are awesome. Uh-huh. You're amazing. And right. you know, like, you're just, a princess. I love that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're just, yeah. you're the best. Yeah. And, and if you just keep believing you're the best, then your body will get hotter. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's like the, the, the thing. Like if you just right. love your body, right. you just love it so much, right. then you will become the hotness. Even if you don't actually become yeah. the hotness, you'll feel like you're the hotness or right. whatever, like just ridiculousness. Right. And I, I wrote this blog post and was like, I feel like Jonah. Cause I'm like, Hey guys, you're probably sinning by having this body image idol. <laughs> like it's not fair god is not fair like why can't i be like the bring the good news and sunshine and, and have everyone yeah. love me <laughs> and, yeah. but but it has been fun over the years yeah. to have women say and i mean so much more rewarding i think to have women say okay wow that hit me in the face but mm-hmm. it actually kind of changed my life <laughs> I can't tell you how many of the things you've written, even in that compared to who book that changed perspective, not just for me, but groups that I've spoken to, you know, like when we talked about how, um, a a princess, her value is because of her relationship to the King, right? Like it's like, that's powerful stuff. Or when you're talking about, I'm not going to say it as eloquently as you did, but the way we speak to our children, right? Like if we picture the balloon and are we filling them up with these inflated hot air statements and you're the best, you're the best, or are we filling up with living water? Like that's a perspective shift we all need to get hold of. I don't know if you repeat those kind of things on your own podcast, but it is good. I haven't truth. had those. <laughs> so thanks, Karen. <laughs> people need to hear. So um, anybody listening, I'm not like a, an affiliate for this. I just think it's really good. So y'all should go listen and read that book. Maybe, uh, maybe I need to start an affiliate program, Carrie. You'll be the first. <laughs> so, and your, if your empire has some space. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. As I'm building the empire. That's right. <laughs> and you know, you know where that word came from for me is like, I'm surrounded by, I have three sons. So Star Wars is like yes. kind of always. Yes. In, so like that was a total Star Wars word, not like yeah. a business <laughs> word. Funny. Yeah. Just, just for full disclosure there. Yeah. Well, well, there are those that are building empires quite yeah. literally, right? It's just not the approach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. And I, I know that's true of you. Yeah. Okay. So talk about Revelation Wellness, because I don't know that I've ever talked about Revelation Wellness before yeah. on a podcast. And I think there's a lot of women out there that maybe don't know about it or haven't, because sure. I, I, I think it's the best way to do fitness. So yeah. tell me, tell me more. 
Yeah, so it was started uh, by Elisa Keaton, who really saw that she'd been a fitness trainer for years and years and knew there was a missing piece and that um, the Lord was being left out of the equation. And so she began a training program, I want to say it was 2011, maybe, bringing instructors in. Some were fitness instructors, but some just regular people like you and I. And equipping them to move bodies while speaking truth from the word. Um, and so she created an instructor training program. That's what I went through back in 2014. There's now instructors all over the world. I want to say we're, we have 2,000 instructors or so. Our goal is not that we go out and teach the best fitness classes ever. It's building places of community where the gospel can be spoken and made known in tangible ways. Um, and then Revelation Wellness has since expanded. They do the instructor training program, but they also have a podcast. It's called Revving the Word. Um, it leads you through an exercise session uh, while she coaches you through, which is powerful. Um, they, Elisa's written a couple books. You can check those out. Um, they now do retreats and all kinds of other other activities um, but basically it's using fitness as a tool to spread the gospel um, in whatever ways that looks like and, and that's what you do too because yeah. i've seen i've watched your your instagram videos and are they on youtube too do you put those on youtube yeah, as well yeah. okay so so you do the same thing you're you're speaking truth while you're leading moves right that's fill that right. out for me yeah, yeah. So we just, um, it can happen in any type of movement. I typically do um, a little bit more metabolic training, drumstick fitness, kickboxing. I just, I like to move. I never want to move. Let me say that. I never want to move. But once I begin moving, my heart is more open. And so um, we just kind of move bodies while we declare truth over them while they're moving. There's no one way, there's no one formula. There's no multi-level marketing scheme or, or any of that stuff. It's just men and women that want to use the gifts they've been given to make him known. Um, and so I get the privilege of doing that through workouts in person. We meet at the park at 5.30 a.m., which is fun. Um, and then I do it online. So women all around the world uh, sign up and we, we do them live together and they have access to just pre-recorded videos. Um, my hope is that when they are finished, they are a little bit bolder to walk forward into their own callings, that their hearts are more settled. I know for me, my mind is calmer and a little bit less crazy after I exercise or move. And then we use the words. So we talk through scripture and we use worship music and things like that at the end to kind of have um, just a time of stillness where the Lord trains us before we go face the rest of our day. Absolutely. And it's the perfect blend of the mm -hmm. physical training is of some earthly good, bodily good, but yeah. spiritual training, you know, is, right. is to be longed for or something along those lines. I should really yeah. have that yeah. verse memorized. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but, but, but it's the perfect blend because I mean, I work with women who have made exercise an idol and who are, you know, I mean, that's them saying yeah. like exercise yeah. my idol. I've had some women that have told me like, I feel like God's telling me I can't exercise anymore because it's been such a big idol. And so we've kind of had to wrestle through that. And I feel like right. this is a wonderful solution because it's really hard to make exercise your idol when while you're exercising, you are, you know, acknowledging the glory of God and, and you know, and entering his presence. So I love what yeah. you do on that front. It's a slippery slope for sure. I think for me along the way, especially early on, I was like, oh, I'm going to use fitness, right? I'm going to use fitness uh, and tell me about Jesus. But it still became a lot of the fitness, right? Like there was this and honestly, at that point, back in 2014, there wasn't a lot out there on social where I feel like fitness had necessarily been redeemed. You know what I'm saying? Like there was still some, some 
some striving and some strongholds. And so for me, it's kind of been like a pendulum, you know, I've swung all the way to like, I'm going to grip this thing with two hands and I'm going to flex and talk about Jesus. Right. And then he's kind of swung me back the other direction and kind of said, okay, let, let's not dwell on that. Um, physically for me, it looks a lot different now, you know, seven years later, but my heart is at a better place um, and a place of peace. So yeah, I think it's a pendulum for most of us. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a journey, right? And I, I think God shows us like step by step. He leads us, you know, like little, little movement of faith by little movement of faith. It's not like one day you're here and the next day you're over here and boom. So I think yeah, that's, that's the wake awesome. up call for me one day was um, early on in the journey. My daughter was really little. We were sitting at the lunch table on a Sunday after church and she folded her little hands and she looked at me and she said, I will not be eating lunch today. Um, I'm going on a diet. And I'm like, oh, no, no, like, oh, no, no. Like, what language have I used that's triggered that for her as a six-year-old? Or, you know, the enemy's already coming after the heart of my child. So here I am trying to lead this ministry where I'm telling people, you know, like, we can redeem this and the Lord's going to use it. And now my daughter's struggling with the same type. Um, at six, I think she was six at the time. So um, we've just had to be really cautious about the way we phrase things and the way we live and the choices we make. And we're eating this way because it fuels us well to love well. And we're going to treat our bodies good because they're good gifts. You know, all those things um, we've tried to figure it out along the way. Are you tired of comparing yourself to others? It's time to break free, my friend. Check out compareddohu.me online and you'll find a ton of great resources blog posts, videos, and so much more to help you stop comparing and start living. And make sure you sign up for my exclusive email list while you're there. I send my email friends things I don't send anyone else. You can also find out more about my brand new book, The Burden of Better, How a Comparison-Free Life Leads to Joy, Peace, and Rest. If you're tired of battling comparison, friend, I wrote this book just for you. Check it out right after this episode, of course. Okay, so what about the woman that's listening or watching and is like, I don't do exercise. I don't do movement. I kind of think I should. Like, could I get into this? What would you say to her? Yeah, I would would say to her that she's not disqualified. That's where I'd start. You're not disqualified. I tell most people the best place to start is to take a walk and it can be a slow walk but like commit to moving in some way if you can't walk can you sit in a chair and do some knee raises could you do Mm -hmm. some air punches you know really commit give it five or ten minutes and then take a break and say okay how do I feel now right Um, for me I never want to start ever like this is a fitness teacher telling you I never feel like exercising Mm -hmm. but when I am done and I have never ever felt like me and I wish I didn't invest that time I'm a different person after I have done hard things. And so I would say to them, could you just take a walk? Could you sit in your chair and kick your feet? Like it doesn't have to be some huge effort to move the work forward. Uh, We live in a culture and society that wants to see this immediate six-week transformation or 30-day program or six weeks to six-pack abs. And I don't think that's the way it looks for most of us. It's this step-by-step, okay, Lord, what would it look like today for me to obey you with what I have today? What step would it look like? Should I drink a glass of water today? 
Should I forget the workout altogether and get in the word today? Mm -hmm. Should I sit in the sunshine and, and listen to a worship song? So what does a step of obedience look like? Um, we say it all the time with the tribe, but what's the next right thing that you could do? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us live in absolutes. And so we'll say on Monday, I am starting to eat <laughs> healthy today, right? Like today's the day. I maybe even said that yesterday, full transparency. It's got to be Monday though. You can't right. say it. You can't say that on a Wednesday. Monday. It's got to be yes. Monday. Yeah. Yes. Right. And so we start off really strong. We do our workout. We don't eat. We, we're starving. We're grumpy. So the typical diet in America lasts 60 hours. After 60 hours, we have thrown in the towel. Mm -hmm. We binge on food and then we start in the next Monday because mm -hmm. we think it's all or nothing. So to the person who's like, this is too overwhelming. What would just one step look like? Like, what would it look like if it was just a glass of water today? And then tomorrow it's a glass of water. Maybe the next day you take a walk. It doesn't have to be everything to still count for something. Right. Um, and I think that's where a lot of us get off track as we think it has to be all in or all out when really it's this long, slow, steady obedience. Right. Right. And that applies to our, our spiritual walk as well. Oh, totally. Right. Because I mean, some people are like, oh, I can't do like, I can't read two chapters a day. I can't yeah. pray for an hour a day. It's like, well, yeah. just read, start with a verse, the verse of the day, yeah. start with a couple verses yeah. and, you know, and, and work up. I love that. I used to, yeah. I used to tell people when I was teaching fitness classes, like to just do this. I don't know if you were this like mind trick of like, just tell yourself you're going to stay for 10 minutes. Yep. 10 like, minutes. I'm just going to do it yes. for 10 minutes. Yes. And then most of the time, like very few people drop out after they've done right. it for 10 minutes. But, right. but, and then I think the same strategy kind of like applies to reading your Bible or, or spending time, you know, with the Lord praying, you know, like just tell yourself you can do it for 10 minutes and right. <laughs> give it that 10 minutes. And, yeah. and if you have more time, I mean, you know, if yeah. you busy moms, sometimes 10 minutes is all we have to give to anything. Right. right. But but if you have more time, then, then watch how it grows when you have the, the time and the capacity to let it grow. So yeah. it's really... That's and I think too with that, like giving yourself permission, if you miss a week, it's okay to jump back in. Like I'm doing a Bible reading plan this year and I'm supposed to be on like day 240 and I'm on day 212. And Kara from 10 years ago would have said, nope, I'll start again on January 1st so that I get back on the right day. Like I'm staring in front of me right now. I have this chart I keep on my wall. I'm going to take it down and show you, but if you're listening, it won't matter. Anyway, it's a weekly goal chart, right? Okay. So I have this goal that I, I feel like the Lord told me I was supposed to push into a hard place. And the thing I'm doing happens one time a week for 52 weeks. So every week that I do it, I exit off. Okay. Well, I went through the first 21 weeks and did it every week. And then there was week 22 and I did not do it. Mm -hmm. And so I have this circle that's not filled in on that weekly goal chart. And what I want to say is, oh, I missed one. I'll start again in 2021 and that'll be my goal. No, no, right? Like just missing one day of your Bible reading plan or one week or one month or one week of your habit, whatever the thing is, that work is not null and void just because it's not perfect, right? Yeah. So we jump in, we say good enough and we do the next right thing. Right. Um, or at least that's an area where I've struggled. A no, lot. I, yeah, I love that, Kara. And it's, it's especially like for me, the beginning of the school year, uh -huh. like that is my, I'm going to uh -huh. make all the plans. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. like, we are going to be so organized and yeah. we're going to do 
this and this and this. And I mean, I can sometimes make it a full week (laughs) most of the time by like Thursday. I'm like, yeah, whatever we're out. And, but, and then I throw the whole thing away. And, and I mean, so God, that was something God was really talking to me about last year. I did a podcast on it. I think it was last September, just like the whole tortoise versus the hare concept and how it, that is, I think that's, that's so wise that you don't have to overhaul your entire life. Right. Like that's never going to be effective. And I think that's what I try to do every September. I try to overhaul yeah. my entire life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like clean all the things. I try to make freezer meals. I do everything, yeah. you know, like yeah. I'm never going to have time again. And it doesn't, right. it's not sustainable, right. but the whole, you know, just what habit can you change right. today? Like what can you give up one soda? for a glass of water today, just so you feel better. Not because you're on a diet, not because, right. you know, you're trying to get the hottest body, but, but just because those are some healthy habits that it's good. And I think God honoring to, you know, have these healthy habits in place, but that doesn't mean that we are slave to those healthy habits. It doesn't mean right. that, you know, we serve the idol of health, right? We still serve, serve the Lord, but we can, we can do little things to help us live a little longer, maybe, or <laughs> fight the yeah. coronavirus a little better. Yeah. <laughs> those sorts of things, right? That's really good. And I think just paying attention to those things, right? Like I was saying, take an inventory. How do you feel before you move? How do you feel after? Or your example with the water, like how do you feel 30 minutes after you've had that Coke? How do you feel 30 minutes after you've had the water? Mm -hmm. Um, And we learn, like that's our body giving us information. Same thing with those habits we were talking about, or if you miss your Bible reading or whatever, Either you're getting better or you're learning a way to do it better. So even when we fail, even when we don't make the good choice, right? What can I learn from that to help me make a better choice next time? Mm-hmm. You know, the whole win or you either win or learn thing that I try to tell my kids yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, learning and paying attention. Yeah, that's really good because I feel like a lot of women who, you know, maybe like us have done a lot of diets, done a lot of exercise programs, you know we've almost stopped listening to our bodies, right? right. Like, I mean, I, you know, it's like, this hurts. I don't care. I'm finishing this workout, (laughs) you know, or I'm hungry. Well, I don't care. It's Monday. I'm still on my diet, you know, or I can't eat that because that's not on my specific plan, even though I'd really like to have to work. Mm -hmm. Totally. And and we don't listen to our bodies when, you know, it's like if you want an apple, but you're doing keto, well, you've got a serious moral dilemma there. right? Right. And I remember like times where it was like, I just really want an apple. Oh no, I can't have that. It has too many carbs. And it's like, wait, 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 but my body is telling me that it needs, maybe it needs some of that natural fruit sugar for fuel so I can think right. better or, you know, right. whatever it is. And I, I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't follow different nutritional plans, that sort of right. thing, but it's totally. just, but to the detriment of listening to our body, I think we dismiss something that God gave us, right? Like a tool that God gave us to mm-hmm. keep us healthy. So that's, yeah. that's really good. That listen to your body advice. I like that. Okay, yeah. Right. And there are seasons where structure is good, right? Like I think just being flexible of where the Lord's guiding you. I've had um, not disagreements, but discussions with other people kind of in the same field. And they'll say to me, well, Kara, the way to eat is only intuitive eating. Like you need to just only, and, and that is such a good fit for some people. But then there's the people like me that like, we need structure. If I just let myself eat whatever I feel like eating, I'm going to eat a brownie every day. Like I just, mm-hmm. damn, it's just, I'm going to tell myself I need it. So I think, I think it's 
important for all of us at the table to have a place to say, this is what the Lord has told me for this season works really well for me. And it's different than them. And that's good, right? It's good. That's part of the beauty of the way the Lord intimately speaks and leads the rest of us. Absolutely. I mean, that's another place where you have to let comparison just die, oh, right? Oh, you know, yeah. like you yeah. can't, you can't compare your diet plan. You can't compare your fitness plan. I mean, some right. women can go out and run marathons and others are, you know, it's hard to just get that walk around the block in and, and yes. that's okay. If you compare yourself to the marathon runner, you'll never get off the couch. Right. So yep. that's not, not helpful. That's yeah. True. That's yeah. really good. Hey, mm -hmm. does Revelation Wellness do walks? Um, do you mean like, do they have what like do you the mean? guided walks? Yeah. You can use their podcast for any of that, right? Like well, she has different formats and different styles. Yeah. She just did a couch to 5k plan, which we're okay. working through at home travel. We're on week seven right now Okay, and you can walk it or run it. Um, there's also podcast types that are on there, which are just restorative care. Like it's just scripture being spoken. Yeah. Over you. She calls it, um, be still and be loved. And those are perfect for a walk. Yeah. Because you're kind of just centering your heart on scripture and resting. And I was just curious. I, I had, I'm, I'm going to start doing walks. Yes. And so I have one that I'm offering for the Burden of Better release. It's yeah. going to be a free download, but it's like a walk. It's kind of a walk through the content of the book. You read the book. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, just walking through like, like talking about grace and like yeah. releasing some of like the, the burden of comparison. And so it's like a walk yeah. to lose the weight of comparison. So well, I love I'm, that. Doing, I'm doing that and I'm going to, I'm thinking I'm going to start doing more walks because I, I miss my fitness yeah. instructor days of talking Perfect. to music. <laughs> There's just something fun about talking to music. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. I, was, I was curious if, if they had any, I, uh, I did kind of a web search to see what was out there and I couldn't find too many, but that's, that's good to know that they have them too. So, yeah. well, Kara, what encouragement would you want to leave anyone listening today with? It can be about um, anything broad. I, I get real fired up talking. Okay. Go, go, go. <laughs> I would just say you specifically have been given exactly what you need to fulfill the calling the Lord has placed on your life. And so the things that we keep using as the reasons of why you can't or you shouldn't or someone else could do it better are nothing but you missing out on the Lord sending you where he's created you for. There are people around you who are going to be impacted by your willingness to step forward. And so the consequences are even bigger than you at this point. And so there are those who are waiting on you to move forward. Um, the Lord is mighty in you. And so if you feel like you're ill-equipped or not enough, you're exactly in the right place. He's going to use you. Um, but he gets to be the one who gets the glory in that. So I would just say to you that you matter and you being here matters and the Lord has work that he is giving us the ability to partner with him to do um, and that he will help you to do whatever it is. So step forward. I guess that's what I would say. Stop shrinking back, step forward. Even if you mess up, he'll use it. He'll redeem it. Somebody else will benefit from it, even if it might cost us a little bit of our own pride. Um, but you're exactly as you sh should be. You're exactly as you should be. So move forward. That's what I would say. Amen. I love it. I love it. So where, where can everyone connect with you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook at wellness witness. We have a, a website called wellnesswitness.com. If you're interested in learning more about the at home tribe, which is our online membership um, for women, you can go to www.athometribe.com. And then I have a podcast called in it with you that you can find on all major podcast players.
Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Kara. Thank you, Heather. It's fun to hang out with you. And and I wish you well with your uh, new hybrid schooling and journey, as I wish all of the moms out there that are trying the yes. virtual or homeschool thing. I guess it's not the first time because you probably had to do it last spring, but it's, right. it's different when you're looking at the beginning of a school year and starting it than mm-hmm. finishing up the year. So my prayers to all, all y'all, as we say here in Texas. <laughs> That's all for today's show. Thank you so much for watching or for listening. And I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Looking for ways to stay positive? Brighten your day with the free story behind podcast. Hear weekly short stories that showcase true joy, love, and hope. Listen now at lifeaudio.com or by searching for story behind wherever you get your podcasts.